You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Say something uh, kill that I'm awkward giving up on you. Ladies and gentlemen, Coldplay. No. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amin Hassan. That over there is Charlotte Wilder. Got a delightful show for you today. We've got bold and spicy. Bold or, or spicy? And uh, bold. And bold. Four. Bold slash spicy. We've got that coming up. Also, NBA Life Coach comes back for us to help work out through some issues, huh? I think we're going to do an amazing job. They came to the right place. But first, sure the headlines. <laughs> The Phoenix Suns outlasted the Utah Jazz 140-137 in double overtime Sunday night, with Kevin Durant securing the victory with a buzzer-beating block of Laurie Markkinen's tie-attempting corner three. Afterward, Durant tweeted out, When I get you paid, you don't DM me and send a small percentage to my cash app. But when them parlays don't hit, I'm every name in the book. Y'all ain't real. It's a good time to remind everybody, DraftKings Sportsbook. That's where you go to place all your parlays. Trust me. Use promo code LAF. Help your boy out a little bit. Yeah. Cash cash app us while you're at it. Cash app us. Very dangerous game. Cash cash mm. ass up. Cash yeah, yeah. Mm, there oh, it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> the da- uh, the anyway. danger has been realized. You know, Duran's been on a little bit of a heater on Twitter lately. Uh, he brought back this classic from the archives from back from 2010. Talking about History repeated itself this morning. It's funny because it is a time capsule. This is the weird thing about Twitter, Charlotte, is this is Durant in 2010. This is Durant is like 22 years old, 20, 23 years old, something like that. You know, young man and not quite realizing that putting all your thoughts out there is not exactly going to work out the best. But I like how he has fun with it. It's like looking at baby pictures, right? Yeah. I also like that he still um, agrees with himself. It's like yeah. a time capsule, but also it's not. It's a time capsule, but it's also how he feels today, which is almost more impressive. The time loop. Ooh, terrifying thought. Are we going to have to do 2010 to now just over and over and over? Like, no, I'll thank take, you. I'll take the first six years happily. Yeah, 
the, the back half? Well, I don't know. All the way up to the, the murder of Marriott and Starwood. That was the pinnacle of 2016 for me. I was thrilled. I said, it can only go down from here. And boy, was I right. If I had a Marriott point for every time that you brought up the Marriott Starwood merger, oh. I'd have a free vacation. One of the top five moments of my life. And that includes the birth of my children. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, folks, James Harden finally did it. The Clippers won a game. Uh, Harden hit a clutch three to help the Clippers beat the Rockets in their first win since Harden joined the team. It was a four-point play. So congrats to James. Uh, how, many, how many games they got left? Oh, we uh, can't, we uh, can't bring that up. That, that's, that's a lot of games. You know what my favorite part is, Charlotte, about all of this is that what? Russell Westbrook before the game did the the classy move saying, oh, guys, I'll come off the bench. We'll try anything. We'll try anything in order to make this thing work. And so he came off the bench. And then they won the game. And I kind of feel like Russell's like, you're not supposed to win the game. You're supposed to lose. And I can say, I, I tried. And now I'm back in the starting lineup. It's kind of like, you ever, you ever go out with people, go out for drinks or dinner or whatever, and then the check comes and you say, I've got this. You know, don't be silly. Everyone put away your cards, put away your wallets. And then they let you and you're like, oh, I was hoping one of you guys is going to say, no, no, I insist. And then I wouldn't have to do it. I'd look like a great guy, but then I wouldn't have any, any skin off of my back. But uh, yeah, no, of course I've done that. And I've stopped doing it because a lot of the time people take you up on it. I think that's only happened to me once, but when I did it, the tab was, I mean, it, it added up for all the other times that I did it and I skated. Yeah, I, same. I did it. I did it thinking there is no way that these people I'm with who have more money than I do will let me pay. And then they did. And I was like, <laughs> wow, Dan Lebetard and David Sampson, you cheap bastards. Speaking of the Rockets and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook put Dylan Brooks on a poster the other night with this dunk. Um, uh-huh. Except, well, right. The problem is that Russ didn't make the dunk. Uh, that ball did not go in that hoop, but Dylan Brooks is so hated that everyone's willing to be like, you know what? We can pretend. That's some hate. That is some strong-ass hate. On Sunday night, we got Dylan Brooks versus LeBron part deux. And another movie-esque poster Face-off. Take a look at these guys glaring at each other. Or at least LeBron's glaring at Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is, is glaring at God, asking him why he put him in this situation. Later in the game, LeBron received a technical foul for shoving Dylan Brooks. He also hit Dylan with the too little celebration. Charlotte, do you know who the first person was to enact the too little celly? No, I don't. It was Russell Westbrook. See how that came full circle? No way. Yeah, Tim McMahon at ESPN. Wrote a whole expose that he did the research. He went back in history in the archives to discover who the first person was to do that celebration. It was Russell Westbrook. Oh, <laughs> Living you learn. I love when it comes full circle. After the game, Rui Achimura explained why he thinks Brooks keeps going at it with LeBron. He said, quote, he wants to be a part of his legacy. I guess for LeBron, it's nothing. It's actually good for him. It gives him motivation. Which raises a question. Is it nothing? Or does it give him motivation? Because those seem like the opposite things to me. But hey, what do I know? I'm not a doctor. (laughs) 
In our contractually obligated segment about Victor Wembanyama, the Spurs have now lost eight straight games. Remember when they were good? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Shaquille O'Neal said he wants to be involved with a potential NBA expansion to Las Vegas, saying he will do it with LeBron or without LeBron. And I think that I'm going to start saying, like, if I have to do a chore, it's like, I'm going to go get groceries with LeBron or without LeBron, because I won't be lying. You know, he still owes me a thousand bucks from training camp in 2008 in Tucson, Arizona. LeBron or Shaq? uh, Shaq. Shaq owes me a thousand bucks from training camp. And the way I figure with interest and everything, that's at least like a healthy minority stake in a a franchise. with inflation, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. At, at the very least, a Papa John's franchise. I mean, come on. The NBA is requiring the Charlotte Hornets' LaMelo Ball to cover a tattoo below his left ear that violates league rules against exposing commercial logos on player bodies. That sounds tawdry. LaMelo's tattoo in question is the initials LF for his middle name, LaFrance. His father named him LaMelo LaFrance. Okay. Uh, and now, LF, LaFrance, is also the name of his clothing brand. So that logo, as you can see, creates some issues there, Charlotte. Yeah, I have I have some questions. Like, you should be able to have your name, even if it's also a brand. But, I mean, whatever. I It also just draws way more attention to it if you have it covered up. But I feel like LaMelo should get uh, BBB for Big Baller Brand tattooed on the other side of his neck and then just so he has to cover it up and i don't even really know where i'm going with this i mean it just it just feels like something that the ball family would do it's funny you should mention this charlotte because the last player who was publicly admonished for having a tattoo of a brand on them exposed was lonzo ball with the triple b brand this isn't even the first time the ball family has been through this Amazing. Mwah. I miss LeVar Ball so much. He he reminds me of a simpler time. When LeVar Ball was our only problem, I was a happy camper. In other news, in sad news, for me, sort of, I don't know. I have, I'm, I'm all over the place with this one. Jalen Brown said he, quote, couldn't stand Marcus Smart when Brown first got to Boston. And now the two... What? I said me neither. Yeah, well... Okay, now the two are very close, so... We're still not close. Well, Brown said, over time, I realized that me and Marcus have similar spirits. If I was going to war with anybody, Marcus would be one of my first phone calls. Uh, Which brings me to the fact that the Celtics were reunited with their former teammate when Boston went down to Memphis. Marcus Smart was not playing. He is out three to five weeks with a sprained foot. Um, But seeing all of them... Hug him made me feel some type of way. I don't even have a joke here of me and just working through these feelings over here. You never have a joke. Have you noticed that? Anytime we talk about the Celtics or Marcus Smart, or there's no joke. It's just you pining and being sad and mopey. What are you going to get over this? Well, do we need to get you with the NBA Life Coach? Oh, my God. I think we do, actually. <laughs> You're not the only one. The Pistons are on an 11-game losing streak after Detroit lost to the Raptors by 29 points. The Raptors, Jesus. Uh, Pistons point guard Cade Cunningham had this to say, quote, we've got to be realistic about the situation. It's hard to just be like, oh, we're good, we're good, because we're bad. That's what I say to my therapist when I realize I have to go back to therapy. 
Excellent timing with that Ringer article that declared him the most inefficient high-usage player in the league, perhaps even ever. In a heartwarming moment Saturday night, Shea Gilgis-Alexander met Chris Paul's family following the Thunder's 130-123 overtime victory at Golden State, which was at, given the way he sunned the Warriors. Oh, meet your new daddy, kids! I hate how funny I think that is. (laughs) Chris Paul doesn't like me anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mitchell Robinson made Knicks history this weekend by moving up to third on the Knicks' all-time offensive rebounds list behind Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing. Congrats, Mitch. Can't wait for you to join the ranks of other historically great Knicks who have been harassed by Madison Square Garden security. Well, also, you know, I mean, New York is the rebounding capital of the world. It's the place where you go when you break up with your small-town boyfriend looking for a taste of big city life before you move back to your small town in a Hallmark movie to marry the owner of a pumpkin patch slash Christmas tree farm. Happy holidays, everybody at home. Giannis Antetokounmpo addressed media concerns about the Bucks' start and preached patience. Come on, man. We got 69 more games. 69. I like that number. I like that number. 69, huh? The Bucks' official account posted that. That wasn't just something that someone shaved down or anything. The Bucks' official account did just that clip. I also feel like Giannis just discovered an internet joke that's been declared dead for years the way he just discovered bratwurst. It's like somebody showed this man all of the American treasures. The Bucks are nine and four, by the way. What what are we being patient for? They're nine and four. Charlotte, get your ranch dressing and slash or a glass of milk ready. It's time for bold or spicy. And spicy? Or either. Whatever. Or spicy. Bold, slash, either spicy. Spicy. And bold. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win Finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L. For new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Charlotte, do you like chicken wings? Yeah, I actually really, really love chicken wings. Awesome. Me too. Do you like them bold or spicy? I never know which is which, so... I love a good buffalo sauce. There you go. It's bold or spicy. This is a game where we're given topics 
statements, and we got to rate them on a scale of one, very mild, to ten. Spicy meatball or bold, I don't know. Either way, Charlotte, are you ready? I am very ready. Osor Thompson, one of the famed Thompson twins from Overtime Elite, who is having a great season so far for the Pistons, will win Rookie of the Year. So on face value, I think this sounds pretty spicy because mm-hmm. most people would assume that it would be Victor Wembanyama or Chet Holmgren. But I also feel like this is when it's sometimes most likely that it is somebody else, especially because Asar is playing so well. So I'm going to say, let's give this a six and a half. Whoa! Somebody's out here been playing hot ones. I think it's more probable than, I mean, this assumes everybody stays healthy, too. So... I don't know. It's going to be Victor Wembanyama, isn't it? I don't know. Right. I've, I want to. I want to be like. I want to say that there well, is a possibility. To, but to be fair, Victor's come down to earth a little bit recently after a mm-hmm. hot start, and you know, so it's a marathon. Remember, we're just about less than we're less than fifteen games into this thing. Things change. Yeah. So I'm going to say I'm going to stick with six and wow. a half. I'm going to stick with six and a half. Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Tell me how bold or spicy or whatever this mm-hmm. is. Draymond has cost the Warriors more rings than he's earned them. Oh, that's a 10 out of 10. He's earned them four. He's cost them right. one. 2016, I think if he doesn't get suspended, if he doesn't in game karate five. chop <gasps> LeBron's junk, yeah. they, they win in five. And, uh, you know, this thing is that, that thing is looked at as perhaps the greatest modern dynasty because they would have won, you know, four in a row at that point. Or, you know, they would have won two in a row at that point, but then Durant comes in and win another two. Which, again, I tell people all the time, Durant didn't come because they couldn't beat LeBron. Durant came because they could. They got Durant not to beat right. LeBron. They got Durant because they could. Um, but, yeah, that's, this is a 10 out of 10. It's ridiculous. He's, he's caught, it would be he's funny if he four. cost them four rings. Like, he got ejected in four yeah. different finals. All right. Number two, this mm-hmm. is Julius Randle's last season as a Nick. Oh, like a one? Oh, so you you think this is it? Maybe it's just fans saying get rid of him, but I feel like he is part of a trade package that could get the Knicks somebody who is more consistent than he is. Uh, that being said, it's the Knicks, so they probably won't do it, so maybe that's actually a 10. I'm swinging wildly here, I mean... Hey, I mean, look, part of being his last season in New York is he's got to have a first season somewhere else. Everyone's always like, yeah, let's get rid of him. Like, show me the people who are like, ooh, please, please give me Julius Randle. Then, then I'll believe it. Okay, I mean, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and the Mavs have figured it out and will finish top three in the West. 7.5, man. This has got a lot of kicks. Really? This, uh, here's the thing. They're doing their offense is amazing, both overall and in the half court. They are an incredible mm-hmm. offensive outfit. They're scoring and they're making it look easy. I think all of their complementary pieces understand their role. I don't think you have a lot of people who are kind of bucking up against what they're asked to do. Everyone's cool with their role. The defense is better than it was last year, but I still don't think it's good or good enough. Okay. And so I think this is a hot start, but they're going to come back down to earth soon. 
Um, I think the offense is going to continue to be great, but I just think their lack of defense, even though it's gotten better, adding Grant Williams helps, adding Derrick Jones Jr. helped, adding uh, Derek Lively, who's been a, like a, a nice breath of fresh air for them as a starting big. Uh, that, those, guys, those guys help. I don't want to kind of undercut what they've done, but pump the brakes on top three. I think there's still better teams in the West. All right. Charlotte, Devin yes. Booker will force his way into the MVP conversation this season. Now, while you compose your thoughts right there, Charlotte, let me just remind everybody that the MVP conversation is a physical place. It's a bar, and in order to get in, you got to be able to show you got MVP bona fides or bona fides, and the amount of money that you got to order drinks, that's your wins. If your win total is low, you can't buy drinks, and you, you're kind of on the outside of the conversation. The conversation also is a group of people, all the guys that are in the conversation there, but the guy who's leading the conversation, the guy in the middle telling the most captivating stories, everyone shuts up. That's the guy who's leading MVP conversations. So Charlotte, within that context, is yes. Devin Booker allowed into the MVP conversation bar this season? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, I think he's in the bar. I think he's milling about. He had a big night against the Timberwolves when he came back from injury. Uh, he and Katie, Katie said, uh, it's good to have our point guard back. So, you know, they've, they're, they're smiling about it all. And I, let's give that a, I mean, if you're, if you're one of the best players in the league, I don't think it's insane to say that you'll be in the conversation. So mm -hmm. let's give that a, let's give that a three and a half. Oh, three and a half. Four. All right. Let's give it a four. A four. A little bit of, a little, just. A little bit of heat. Smoky. A little bit of heat. Just a little smoky. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right. you ready? Uh-huh. Marcus Sasser, the 25th overall pick of last year's draft class, is the second best guard on the Pistons. Second best guard on the Pistons. The first is, is Kate Cunningham. For you. Kate Cunningham, obviously. Is. So basically what we're saying is Marcus Sasser better than Killian Hayes. And is he better than Jaden Ivey? And Alec Burks and Monte Morris, but those guys have been hurt. This is interesting. I'm going to say, wow. All right, this is, this is I'm, I'm, before I give the score, I'm going to walk you through my thought process. I think okay. Sasser right now is obviously very productive in a way that Jaden Ivey hasn't had the opportunity to show. He, he, he kind of closed last year a little better. He started this year a little better, but he's been hurt, so there's been some missingness there. I think Jaden Ivey's ceiling is a lot higher, uh, but obviously Sasser right now is playing better right now. I think he's better than Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, I don't know. I, I don't get the appeal. I still don't, but God bless him for believing in him. <laughs> and then Alec Burks and Monty Morris, I think... Those guys, when healthy, are better, but mm -hmm. not for this team, if that makes sense. Like, those guys need to go play for good teams. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I think Monty Morris, for the longest time I said Tyus Jones was the best backup point guard in the NBA, and now he's a starter in Washington. I think Monty Morris has now assumed that mantle. He's incredible as a backup point guard because he can come in and be your starter over stretches, and you won't miss a beat. And so, But, like, again, that's on a good team. On a team like this... Probably not. So, I say all that to say, Marcus Sasser, second best guard on the roster. 
I'm going to call it, this is the six and two-thirds. This is the six, 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 six. I think situationally, yes, for right now, but not long-term and not in different situations, right? If I were, if I were the Suns, for instance, I wouldn't want Marcus Sasser. I would want Monty Morris. If I were the uh, Miami Heat, I wouldn't want Marcus Sasser. Or maybe I would. I don't know. They're weird. 6.66. There you go. 6.66. Well, as nobody ever says on the internet, context is everything. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's been our spicy, our spicy, bold and spicy or and or is it hot? And now, a session with an NBA life coach. Hey, Marcus, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, So, how's the new job, the new city going? Sorry. No, take your time. I mean, I do have an appointment after this, so, but also take your time. Look, Doc, um, I'm a very positive person, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a positive person. Memphis, um, we're last. The hardest mm-hmm. thing is watching Boston be mm-hmm. so good without me. What are the feelings? And what? I feel like okay. I feel like I watch them and I'm like, I built that. I was the heart of that team. Without me, that would have crumbled years ago. And then I watch them like last night against the Sixers. They don't even have Jalen and Chris Epps, and they're still so good. And then Joel is like, they're the best team in the league. And I'm sitting here in Memphis being like, we don't even have our star player because he was, well, you all know, you know what he was doing, Doc. But it's just like really hard. So talk to me a little about that. You used the term heart of the team. You really loved being in Boston, didn't you? Where I grew up. I was there for nine years. I had a sick home. I was like, I had like my favorite coffee shops Mm. and stuff. And then, and then I just got ripped there, and they didn't even they didn't even call me. I found out from a Shams tweet. What do your current coworkers have to say about this whole predicament? Is this something that they're used to? Is it commonplace for them? I guess that when you're I'm sort of spoiled, right? Like I, we made it really far for a lot of years since 2018, and they're sort of like, well, at least you had that. They're like, we haven't really mm. had that. Last year, they did pretty well. Um, but then, you know, all this stuff with Jaw happened. And now I think everyone's just sort of hanging on. And like, look, I'm still I'm still positive. I'm, I'm still I, I'm, I'm going to be the heart of this team. Like, I'm, I'm not going to just wallow in this. Um, but this is a safe space. And this is where I can tell you that it's really, really hard to watch something that you help build just take off without you and have. I mean, Everyone's talking about the depth of the Celtics, and I'm like... Marcus, let me give you a little bit of advice. You know, oftentimes in life, when we achieve great accomplishments, we think that that is the pinnacle, the end of our journey, when in reality, our journey is ongoing, and there's always another pinnacle to reach. And I think if you focus more about climbing the mountain in front of you rather than the mountain behind you, you'll transition a lot better in your new job. Unfortunately, okay. that's all the time that's- we have today. Uh, make sure you see Janice outside and, and book your next session with me. I just want you to know, I'm still really happy and it's really fun and things are still going great. And when we all play together, even when things are bad, we still have a lot of fun. That's and awesome, I think- but I do have to get ready for my next appointment. Okay, tell Janice I'll send the check. 